0: This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. I want to let you know about my new book, Money Your Friend, which is a book that is now available on Amazon and that I'm excited to share with you guys. It's a a book that I've been working on for a few years. and Like I said, it's finally out, and it's full of helpful advice that if you're a fan of the show, you're very likely to find useful. So the link for Money Your Friend can be found in this episode's description. Go get the book if you haven't already done so, and enjoy the episode. Hello, it's good to be back with you. I know it's been a while since we've done an episode of this podcast, and I'm happy to be back with something I think that you will enjoy today. I thought that we could explore something that often confuses people when it comes to these manifesting and law of attraction ideas. That is the quandary that people often seem to have of, how am I supposed to imagine feeling something that I want when I do not already have it? For instance, if you want to be in a loving romantic relationship and you've never had a relationship like that, how are you supposed to imagine feeling that? How can you feel that if you've never felt it before in your physical reality? Or if you wish to be a person who has a lot of financial wealth and you've never had financial wealth before, how are you supposed to feel wealthy in that way when you've never had such financial wealth? Or if you want to be a more fit and healthy version of who you are right now, but you've never been that fit and healthy before, how are you supposed to imagine that or feel that as being real? Great teachers like Neville Goddard always talk about imagining something as if it's real, feeling it real. And if you feel it as being real internally, imaginatively, it will become so for you. Yet, as I said, many of us get tripped up by this. How are we supposed to imagine something which we have no real experience with? Well, this is a question that fortunately i think has many good solutions and the primary solution i want to explore today is changing your approach to what it feels like to have something you want because i would make the argument that you have had the feeling associated with your desire before you have had that feeling of fulfillment of satisfaction of peace, of love, of health. You have had it before. And it's nothing you have to strive hard imaginatively to replicate. It's nothing that you have to think with a lot of mental effort to imagine. It's not so much that we have to evoke a certain hard-to-attain feeling It's more that we have to simply eliminate the unnecessary delusion that is hiding what we want to feel from us. Because what we want to feel, in my opinion, we already have. And we've always had it. The reason on this show that we always go back to the present moment, and I always talk about returning to the present moment, is because when we do this and we calm down internally and we feel okay in the present, right now, we realize we lack nothing from a feeling perspective. From a feeling perspective, we already have what we need. Yet this is, Blocked out the way that the clouds can block out the sun. And because it's cloudy, we assume that the sun is not there. However, the sun is still there. The clouds simply have obstructed it. And so it is with how we want to feel. We say, oh, I want all that money because it would make me feel better. Or I want that relationship because it would make me feel better. Or I want to be healthier because it would make me feel better. And all of these, of course, are, are true in, in some ways on, on a practical level. But internally, emotionally, which is what so much of this law of attraction advice is pointing to internally, emotionally, imaginatively, inwardly, you already have it. You've had it the whole time. And all you have to do to recognize it is become okay with the present moment. This right now is what you want, internally. Right now. You lack nothing. So for those of you who feel confused and unable to evoke an imaginal scene, or a feeling imaginatively of what it would be like to have what you desire in your physical reality, simply don't worry about it. You already know what that feeling is. That's why you want it. But you don't need the external thing to show up to have that feeling. You can actually achieve that feeling relatively easily by doing so many of the exercises that we explore throughout this show and finding the ones that work for you. But so many of them, if not all of them, come back to simply being present and okay and at peace and happy with right now. The present moment right now. When I discovered Neville's teachings and then other teachings like it about using your imagination inwardly to achieve the feeling that you desired externally, internally, to aspire to feel the feeling you want of achievement right now, for me it made complete sense almost immediately. And I think one reason for that is because I was familiar with Several spiritual teachers who talked about similar things, just from different angles. And the one that immediately came to mind for me, and without question one of the spiritual teachers that has affected me most profoundly in my life, is Byron Katie. Byron Katie's approach, which she calls the work, really centers around feeling The peace of the present moment, the joy of the present moment, the fulfillment of the present moment. And there are so many parallels to Neville's work and other law of attraction teachers' work in this way, where you feel as if you already have it. You already are fulfilled. You already are what you want to be. Byron Katie's approach can really help you do this. And there's plenty of information on. Her approach and the work, as she calls it. And I'm not going to explain it thoroughly here, but I do want to go over the four main questions that Byron Katie has people ask themselves for things that are bothering them or for thoughts in general that they want to explore and inquire about. The four questions are this the first is, is it true? Is the thought I'm having true? And it's a yes or no answer. If the answer is no, well, then you don't have to answer the second question. The second question is, can you absolutely know that it's true? Can you absolutely know that it's true? And you answer yes or no to that. No wiggle room, yes or no, in regards to this thought you have. And then the third question to ask yourself in regards to this thought is, how do you react, what happens when you believe that thought? How do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And then the fourth question is, who would you be without the thought? Who would you be without the thought? For me, that fourth question is one of the more profound questions that one can ask oneself. Who would you be without that thought? And it lines up very interestingly with what Neville talks about when he asks, what would you be if you were already fulfilled? As you walked as if you already had it. How would you feel who would you be if you already had it? In my experiences and in my opinion, the answer to that question is often no different than who would you be without the thought? So much of this work in my eyes is about subtracting and not adding. It's about realizing that just because the clouds are covering the sun does not mean the sun is not there. When we look at things in this more inquisitive and open way, where we are more present, we will find that these manifesting ideas, the law of attraction, works more fluidly ineffectively in our life.